So this is Machado about something with Totha Goto. In this podcast, I will be looking at a very f- different perspective with which we can understand William Shakespeare in a different light. Now there is a little bit left to discuss about Shakespeare, which has not been discussed yet, because the man is extraordinary. But thing with extraordinary men is tricky, because not only the success they achieve. is extraordinary but also the failures so that is one thing that i will be looking at in this podcast how the bird succeeded in breaking the boundaries and creating new grounds which has never been thought of before in the elizabethan england when he was exposed to a stage which was not ready for the kind of magnanimity the kind of brilliance he was bringing in with himself but the man was also a being who pushed the envelope but quite didn't push it beyond the boundaries at times it feels like he is a revolutionary figure but also somehow down the line somewhere he conforms to the stereotypes it's a conflict that all of us who have been in love with shakespeare but also have called ourselves woke or liberal have struggled with his progressive enough to be not called a misogynist but he is problematically conservative enough to be not be able to called a feminist it's an interesting dilemma and that kind of tells us how we deal with shakespeare when it comes to understanding his immense contribution in the field of literature so that is something that we will be doing here we will be trying to do at least it's understanding his majesty in his progressiveness and in his drawbacks in each episode i'll be going not long because well we if we keep on lending our conversation without 
getting deep into what we want to say that becomes much ado about nothing and that is something we have been practiced in a postmodernist world in a post truth world where capitalistic consumerism have got a hold of ourselves so that is something that we own to we own lending the conversation for the sake of lending this conversation we will be precise and to the point and i will try to see how we can understand the points of view of the bird without rambling on so let's see how much we can achieve in doing that uh for the first episode today we are trying to build a kind of idea of what we will be doing so this in the traditional sense of a series debut we can call it a pilot if i am being a little bit self indulgent that is but i guess uh tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in very bad so that's a little bit of a quibble we can allow ourselves funny thing samuel johnson uh, who was uh, one of the most important person in the uh, process of securing shakespeare's legacy uh, was very critical of this quibble that uh, he thinks shakespeare followed that is a uh, kind of distraction he he gets obsessed with when he's penning an important scene or something and he, he just follows through this he wants to see where this uh, distraction leads him to where this uh, certain uh, which would have been uh, maybe a shaggy dog story but he 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 want to see where, where that goes how it turns out to be for better or worse johnson was very much uh, apprehensive about the bird following those kinds of uh, quibbles that's a fun uh, tidbit i guess we'll be trying to get into this kind of anecdotes and tidbits uh, left but here that's one thing that uh, the bird does that is he is building a world which is interesting about him for me at least that uh, he follows the squibbles because he's interested in this made up world that he has created in the little uh, details which you don't need to know in the grander things uh, the story of the moor the story of the uh, mad prince the story of the terrific woman who controlled the narrative of his romantic comedies in an interesting conflict with his tragedies where uh, the men seem to be the all powerful central figure quite abiding by the patriarchal notion uh, established and uh, prominent in the elizabethan england 
but in his comedies shakespeare's women characters are terrific they are they have their own uh, agency they do not abide by the law that moronic men has created when uh, have created in order to establish their safe space for themselves in an heteronormative heteropatriarchal institutional manner which these women characters extraordinarily challenge and they break down so it's unfortunate to see that shakespeare himself at times seemingly siding with this man maybe we are reminded by reminded of the extraordinary role about was theory of the death of the author suggests that characters are not bound to the author that whoever is reading and however it is being interpreted by the author by the reader is true meaning of the text even if it contradicts the ideology and ideas of the author himself so maybe that is one way to look at for the characters here the characters like the one we see in the merchant of venice or twelfth night or the very trippy midsummer night's dream these characters these extraordinary women characters even defy shakespeare's i don't know if it's misogyny if it's it's is drawbacks whatever his failures to embrace the progressiveness that seems to lurk in his writing but then for he falls back into this patriarchal problems but these characters they defy shakespeare even to become an identity on their own bigger than the creator because aren't we all moved by lady macbeth and isn't she a far grander character than the man by whose name she is known by such such a fascinating character lady macbeth every time i think about her i i feel goosebumps because she is a character who is far more grounded in the humanity and human and the human feelings than her husband but the husband gets the heroic treatment she he gets to deliver the tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow speech which is a very high sounding grandiose speech which basically says that i'm cool that my wife died because that is how it goes but the lady who is robbed of her name of her own name robbed of a redemption when she deserved it more than macbeth robbed of poetry in the last closing lines when she is dying when she is uh, a somnambulist when she is unraveling shakespeare robs him robs her of even poetry in her speeches such an iconic character such a mistreated character by the fellow characters and the creator himself 
where we go from now where do we go there how do we come to terms with this kind of things dancer it's not known i don't have it at least so what we will be doing is we will be discussing all these things we'll talk about his characters his plots his own ideas uh adaptations of his works so that is something that we are going to do uh, his works as i said we will be doing his works his characters plots his adaptations uh, how Uh, the modern theater or modern uh, other mediums like films even addresses his place uh, how language barriers and different interpretations uh, change uh, our perspective towards his works we will talk about his personal life a little bit if we can because uh, most of it is not known we will talk about his impact on other people like keats for example oh keats keats's ideology is about shakespeare his beating heart of that extraordinary poet when he reads lear when is he is struggling with his brother's impending doom and probably later on his own if i'm not mistaken and the way he tries to find solace in shakespeare oh my god that is one of the most wrenching things to read those letters that keats has written that is something we will talk about and uh, mm, so his sonnets yes his sonnets we probably will talk a little bit about his sonnets we will see how that goes uh so this is basically the pilot what we will do let's see if this gets fun along the way uh, i hope this was fun uh, obviously let's see if this gets fun along the way uh, in a literary sense in a philosophical sense because oh my god the philosophy in shakespeare the poetry in that man we will talk about all of these things so we will talk about uh oh the characters i am kind of amazed by the beauty of literature itself which is is a product of intermingling of so many things you have languages beauty you have philosophy's beauty you have thinkers you have everything everything so that is what we will do for now today i bid adieu i am the host of much ado about something i like puns i can't help myself so yeah so i'm host of this podcast and talk about the banerji and uh, this is what we will be doing for the next few episodes uh, 
we'll talk about shakespeare a lot and uh, let's see where that leads us thank you for being here if you are here i can see you you know that obviously i don't know why i said that but that is the truth you can't see me i can't see you that is how radio works i'm realizing i'm defining how radio works in an age of internet and podcasting nevertheless bad jokes are my things i hope you will get practiced with this so let's move i have been dotha goto and you if you are listening you have been pretty cool so give it a listen enjoy it i hope you are enjoying it you can share it with other people and uh, see you on the flip side